The Layla Show. Welcome to The Layla Show, a podcast where the power of conversation knows no bounds. With your host, Layla Ziari. And this week we have our guest, Veronica Amaya, and she has been helping men and women build lasting relationships filled with respect, understanding, and love as a coach and conscious conscious relationship teacher since 2019, helping thousands of people overcome their dating anxieties, resolve toxic relationship patterns, and keep attraction alive through healthy polarity, which is awesome because we need that in our society. So welcome. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad to be here, Leila. Yeah, it's so nice to have you. I've been uh, watching like your Instagram lately and I'm like, yes, everything you have, like everything you talk about is so on point and I just feel like it's so relevant for today and especially like I see you talk a lot about like masculine and feminine roles and like, you know, it's just very important because I feel like that's coming up in like a lot of our personal lives and relationships and, you know, there's a lot of revelations with everyone I talk to kind of going on with that. So yeah, tell us about more about what you do and how you got into this and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, what you were saying, I feel the same way. I think I really started with trauma work. Like my whole sort of like awakening was, um, about seven years ago when I realized, oh my gosh, my childhood was messed up. And, you know, I, I come from a sort of like a super normal, very normal German middle class background. Nothing major has happened, but I just always felt so off. And that was the first time when I realized, oh, actually, so many of my emotional needs were not met. There was a lot of chaos, a lot of conflict in my uh, in my childhood household, and I realized really the scope of how traumatized our society is, and that's why people are so messed up. I mean, for me, it's now astonishing because everyone is, like, depressed. Everyone has so many issues, and then people are like, oh, but my childhood was awesome. I'm like, no. No, it wasn't, though. <laughs> no, exactly. It's a systemic issue, you know, and, and it's not that our parents were horrible. I mean, they really did the best they could, but the way our society is set up is not working at all. And um, and that goes into so many areas of our life, you know. It's the way we parent, the way we have relationships, that there's so much crappy information out there right now. And, of course, so much um, – there's a lot of people, I think, that want to influence us, not in a healthy direction. Because, of course, you know, if you are sick, you know, you are controllable and you are also um, just, you know, you're a consumer, basically. So yeah, I had a big awakening and then I went to trauma work um, and that really led me into understanding myself and my childhood. But then the last years, what I've really been doing is all this deep dive into relationships because although I was awakening, I was doing trauma work, my relationship with my boyfriend still was not great. Um, and so I was like, okay, I did all this healing, but what is happening? And then I realized that I was having all these unconscious patterns that were from my childhood, but were also really influenced from culture. For example, I realized that I've been very controlling towards my boyfriend um, and that that is like a shadow feminine behavior right now. And um, that I was not allowing him actually to be in his strong masculine. So I was always complaining, he's not stepping up. He's so weak. You know, like this typical. So you're not allowing it at all. You're like, mm, exactly. I'm boss. <laughs> and I was also so unaware because I was kind of like a struggling coach to start my practice, and he was like such a boss, you know, like managing a team and all that. And it was just that he was kind of like a bit more gentle and laid back. And um, yeah, but um, basically, it was so cool because through realizing this, I have turned our relationship around. We have now we are now seven years together. We are married. Like, I think we have the most harmonious relationship of everyone I know. Um, and he just feels so good. And I feel so good, you know. So I think my stuff works. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And I think that, I mean, I think that's amazing just because, like, I don't know, I've been on this journey a long time. And I've still to this day not been in a healthy relationship. I've just been, like, single, like, doing my own thing for a long time. But I think, you know, seeing people, like, be able to do that and, like, integrate all the practices of what we know within ourselves and actually create like a healthy like balanced relationship is like the most inspiring thing in the planet because I'm all for it and I'm like here for it and can't wait till that happens for me and everybody else but yeah I mean I also really like you know like like yeah we're affected by our childhood and I think it's important that you said like my childhood wasn't inherently bad because you know like 
I had this conversation the other day. Someone literally looked at me and they're like, you're, you have no right to say that you've ever been through anything hard because like, and this is obviously just like not an awakened person, like trauma dumping on me, but still it was like, whoa. And they're like, because like your family was like somewhat normal. And I'm like, just because like, and so like you said, like, just cause your family's normal doesn't mean that they're practicing like balanced communication or like showing you what true love is or showing you how to react in the world because like you said we're just a product of our environment and like half the time it's not our fault but I look at like my familial line like my mother like my grandmother was abused by her husband and there was all this trauma and there was all this like insecurities and even until the day she died like a few like last year you know she's still like feeding these insecurities through her grown children so it's like you know, it's like it's it's so ingrained and it does wholeheartedly like fuck us up. One hundred percent and just we have normalized a sick society. That's really what's happening. You know, right. normalized. Um, like even right now what you can see with all these children that have like ADHD and like so many issues. It's not normal. Like the way we live, it's just not good for our health and our society. And I think it's so dangerous when especially the older generation, you know. When they say, oh, yeah, I've lived through the war. Yeah, and that was brutal, man. But isn't it nice now that we actually uh, live in a society, even materially, that allows for us, for example, to do a lot of therapy, to get to know ourselves. We don't have to spend 10 hours a day washing clothes. and (laughs) We don't have to suffer to the capacity that most people are suffering. Like 100%, 100%. And I also think that the more healed you are, the more time you have this, you are lifting everyone around you up, right? So, um, yeah, when people say this to me, I'm just like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. That's literally our job is just to, like, take care of ourselves and make our own life better because that's, like, literally, I don't know any other way to affect any human being in my life (laughs) other than just, like, taking care of me and just, like, being that. But, yeah, our society's sick and it's, in ruins and i mean it has always been i don't think like this i don't think this age of whatever age that we're in right now which started in the goddamn knows what like you know before ancient civilizations whatever timeline we're in right now it's never been healthy it's always been ego greed and like dictatorship and like psychosis and absolute just like trauma dumping on everybody around you and for a power hungry grab of who we can control which like i'll never understand but I mean, it is, but we do have all those tools. Like, there is so much therapy. There's so many spiritual healers right now in so many different capacities. There's, like, we're like, oh, yeah, you know, we got yoga. We got breath work. We got relationship coaches. Like, we have, like, every facet so readily available. So it's like, you know, we kind of got it. Like, if we wanted to get it, we would get it. So I hope I hope humanity gets it at some point. But for now, I'm just going to work on myself because, can't control other people. <laughs> yes, and and of course, spiritually looking at a lot of learning in these intense times. But um, my teacher she said the other day, right now we're at this point where the stress and the pressure is so intense that most people just develop so slowly because the pressure is too much. You know, like a little bit of um, a little bit of, of of stress and sort of like negative experiences is good because it forces you to learn. But right now, most people are kind of like so stuck. And that's what is like everywhere. For example, in relationships, people are stuck, stuck, stuck. You know, they're always having the same kind of issues, the same kind of people walking into life. And this is one of my biggest things that I want to help them understand the power of the subconscious and why you always have the same relationships. And I actually, you know, I love it when people say, okay, I want to be consciously single right now, really understand what's happening um, and break the cycle before I even start dating again because, you know, I mean, I used to be like a love starved person who was always going from toxic or, you know, not always toxic, but just kind of like unhealthy or unfulfilling relationships to the next, to the next, to the next. Um, and I could never break out of that cycle until I made sort of like this choice where I was like, oh, I can't go on like this anymore. And that was really good. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's so important. I had like a similar situation. Like I went, my friend could describe it the other day. She goes, it was like everyone you dated was like a little bit less horrible of the version of the last guy you dated. And they just, she was like, and they all progressively got better a little bit each time. She was like, but they were all the same shit back. And I was like, correct. For like years and years of my life. And then, you know, so I did the choosing to consciously be single as well. 
And then the best part about all that is I like I went through a lot of the patterns. I was like, this is why this happening. And I do think I released a lot of them. But the kicker is I was like, okay, I'm ready. And then like the first relationship I got back in, like after that was like the exact same thing again. So I was like, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Something still isn't sticking. So, I mean, I would like to say I've worked on that, but we'll see. (laughs) I mean, right now everyone coming into my life is pure magic and they may not be romantical, but I, I think, I think we did whatever it was that I had to do releasing all those unhealthy attachments, like desire, like this desire to be loved and understood. I think that was my biggest thing. I'm just like, I just want to, I'm so weird and different. I just want to be understood. And that like manifested in such like a toxic, like codependent fucking mm-hmm. weird, just weird relationships. I've been in like the weirdest, I mean, some were literally physically abusive. Some were just like mentally ridiculous some like and then but i had to realize like i was toxic too like i always blamed the other person for so many years i was like it's their fault because they suck and it's like no girl you're like literally toxic too go work on your things and stop blaming everybody else you know like sure maybe their actions were worse but there's no worse or better like at the end of the day i was bringing that in and allowing that on some level, like thinking I deserve that on some level. And then also like feeding into it. So it's like, I think that's what shifted for me when I realized like, oh, you're part of the problem. I was like, oh, shit. Wow. I, really, I really am the problem, too. I can't blame these guys anymore. I can't blame these guys. And obviously, like on some level, I got that because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just reliving like all these patterns. But I don't know, like I didn't get like the extent of it until like until after that relation, last relationship I had. And I was like, ouch. That's ugly, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, game changer. Yeah. I, I wanted to say at this point that I love that you are so self-aware. And, you know, it's a big thing to own. Like, oh, my gosh, this is how I'm contributing, especially because there's a lot of shame attached to us being, like, bad or us being right. sick or mean to the other person, right? Um, and... So I think, but it is so powerful. Once we do that, that's really where our common counts. And I think you're awesome. And I loved even the way you say this. I mean, your energy is so clear about this. So <laughs> thank I think you. That will change. Yeah, this is a good. I think you're in a really good spot. I think I'm in a good place. Now someone come love me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm dead serious. A husband? Where are you? No, I would. I would take one. You know, I would. I think I decided this yesterday. I was like, I think the craziest thing I could ever do in my life right now is getting a healthy relationship. It's, like, the one thing I've never done. And I'm, like, I think this would be fun. And I think, like, I realized that yesterday. Like, I feel like I'm actually in the point where I would like to do that. Because, like, everything else, I think I've done everything else. Not I've done everything else, but it's, like, I figured out, like, the weird financial lack mentality. Like, that's over. I'm good. You know, I've I've traveled the world. I'll never stop traveling the world. It will never not be interesting to me. I've made my way into, like, I can go tomorrow and walk into, like, the mayor's office of some high society or like the underbelly of hell and fit into either or. So like, that's, that's fine. I can always do that. I'll always bounce around. So I'm like, that's great. I've already figured out so many things. Like there's so much of a journey. I'm like, but the craziest thing I could ever do is get in a healthy relationship. And I think we're here for that. And I think that's what I want on this next part of the journey. Everything else is like done at the moment, you know? (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. And you know, maybe that also shows that maybe, because I think there has to be a part, a point when we say, I'm so done with the drama because we mm-hmm. have drama, right? It's a bit exciting. I remember when I was a teenager and stuff, I was like feeding off the drama. And then I was just like, I literally, I want to write a book and I'm going to call it date the boring guy. Cause that's my whole <laughs> yes! <book. laughs> It's like find a person who is safe because they're actually not gonna evoke this crazy butterflies in you because the butterflies usually are adrenaline which comes from trauma because you feel oh my gosh that person I can actually not depend on them that's what makes you excited right which is yeah a really a real issue but I feel like for many people at some point there's this thing where they're like I'm just so done I just want to be with my best friend because you know they're awesome and you know you can sprinkle in some attractions through like tantra and stuff you can always add on but yeah you don't really yeah if we always go for the that I'm the motorcycle with the leather jacket <laughs> yeah. or whatever whatever at least the energetic capacity of that guy yeah <laughs> but they do and I think that's some I think I love that you said like that the butterfly thing because I feel like you know until you get to the point where you're over that you really are like oh my god but if it's not like making me want to rip my heart out of my chest and die on the floor then it's not lovely 
that is so toxic. And it's like everybody, like, that's just like this sick infatuation, and it's so completely toxic. And, you know, I, I have, like, attracted recently, like, some people, like, not that we were meant to, like, be together per se, but, like, that I felt like this, like, ridiculous, like, home comfortability, like, best friend, like, vibe with. And I'm just like, this is everything. And I feel like the universe has just kind of given me little tastes of what that is. And I'm like, Ew, yeah, exactly. Done with the drama. And, like, more than that, I had to realize I was done with my own drama because I've been single creating fucking chaos in my life for myself for years. And I'm like, girl, chaos, like, I'm, I I woke up and I was like, I'm sick of my own shit. My chaos isn't entertaining. Like, I'm not enjoying my own fucking debauchery anymore. And, um, yeah, like, let's, can we be normal? Like, not even normal because we'll never be normal. And I, th- but I think, what was, the, what was the quote I saw the other day? Like, find someone who is, like, your safe place and your biggest adventure at the same time. And I'm like, yeah, like, I want to feel safe and secured and held. But, like, also, like, there's no limits to how great and exciting that could be in something that we would consider, quote, unquote, boring. Like, what's boring about that? What's boring about having someone who, like, holds you, like, energetically to the capacity where you can literally just live your best life? Like, that's exciting. That's thrilling. Yeah, 100%. And, like, where I'm at now with my husband is that um, – we, I, I look at him and I think he's like a whole universe, you know, it's like this real respect for this like human being and, and he's a super deep guy, right? So he's always like, he always has fascination. Like he wasn't like Chinese herbs the last year, then he wasn't gardening. Now he wants to start his own business. So he really goes deep in business. And for me, it's just, this guy's fascinating, you know? And I think if we approach someone and not because most people, the way they relate is uh, really narcissistic, you know, because mm-hmm. that's how they grow grown up. Like most of us, we kind of like learn that unconsciously, you know, we look at people, how can they fulfill my needs? That's how we look, look at each other. And of course there's a healthy way of, um, there's always a transaction, you know, like you and I have this conversation. Um, we both want to grow. We want to get bigger audiences. Um, but also a lot, you know, you're a super interesting person, right? So there's a transaction, but, um, but even more than that, like, actually to love you means that I look at you and I look at your best interests, right? And I see you, not just Layla, how can she fulfill my needs, but also right. what does Layla want? But what does she need right now? How can we create a win-win situation? And in a long-term relationship, I think if you look at the other person really, first of all, as this fascinating being that you could never know in like a million years, you can't. Right. always deeper layers and when you do trauma work you find all these deep things and the subconscious and whatnot um and um yeah and and that's really the cool thing about this when a healthy relationship does definitely not have to be um that does not have to be boring and for example we do a lot also with conscious sexuality and sensuality i mean you can also layer that you can sprinkle it in all this excitement doesn't have to come from this, just like, as you said, this like insane, you know, um, attraction, which yeah, often comes because the people are so unreliable that you just, right. you know, you want to get this fix. Oh my gosh. It's me. like, it's literally like drugs. Like it's drugs. It is. It is. <laughs> like but, feed my serotonin and then rip me into pieces and leave me bleeding out for days. Like literally it's, it's yeah. sick. It's fucked up. But <laughs> It's this, it's this not seen addiction because it's always the normal people, you know, that never have touched any drugs. They don't go drinking, but then they obsess over this guy not calling them and they, yep. they drive by the bar where maybe that person could be. And you're like, Oh my gosh, this is absolutely nuts. <laughs> you might as well be the fucking guy drinking at the bar, drinking a drink. Cause I feel like that's almost more healthy than fucking that shit. Exactly. At least you're not obsessed about this one person that's can't bring you happiness or whatever it's like and it never will no matter what happens if you're looking at it from that way it's never going to fulfill you because you are filling some hole obviously within yourself that doesn't feel like validated or like appreciated or respect you don't respect yourself in that aspect you know and like you are looking if you're looking for outside validation to validate yourself like yeah no it's not gonna be it's not gonna be pretty it's not gonna be beautiful and like you said it's like a mutual like giving and receiving i think and it's very important to like yeah like i love you i like to go into everything like i love everybody whoever this is i'm gonna give them like let them into my space and like hopefully we can mutually benefit each other's space until we don't as long as we do and that's like how it should be not like 
not that. But all I've really ever known is that before now. So <laughs> just like, but everybody does. Most people do. And it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. As a society, we really need to learn how to have, you know, relationships together. And it's also a journey. Like, for example, if you meet someone now, you know, and they are already a really safe person, but they have maybe some traits that are not so healthy, it's okay. Because it's really rare to find someone that is actually at the relationship level where they are fully healthy. But I think um, when they are really open to seeing their own shadows, and you too, and then and you communicate about this, and you really sort of like want to commit to really um, loving each other and really seeing each other, then I think you can slowly step by step together build a healthy relationship and a constant relationship, you know, which I think you're absolutely at this point. You just got to find a, a guy that would also, you know, Hi want that. humans. Hello, loves. <laughs> Layla is single and ready to mingle. <laughs> I'm also very, I'm very picky, though. I know exactly what I want, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but. But I also, like, I've also had to get out of my own head with what you just said, too, like, the healthy, because I'm like, wait, I'm like, but I still, like, do my, like, I still have days where I, like, the other day I went and got, like, a Bloody Mary at, like, 11 a.m., like, sat at the bar for, like, four hours shamelessly and then walked home for four hours, and I'm like, that's kind of toxic. So, like, sometimes I feel like, you know, it's like, but it's not that, like, you know, and then, like, I judge myself because I'm like, all right, I'm attracting this nice guy. He's going to be like, look at this fucking scallywag degenerate girl. But, like, also I'm, like, very self-aware and very awesome. So I've kind of had to get out of my own head about that, like, Yes, I am in a place where I'm very self-aware and willing to look at myself, like, but I still, like, do dumb shit, you know? Like, I still, like, but also I don't have, like, a community here, so it's, like, I'm always just, like, wherever I am, like, if I need human interaction, sometimes it's not the best places, but, like, I always get my fill of whatever I need from humanity and go home, so, but I did, I start to feel bad, I'm, like... You know, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm not great. Look, I'm attracting, like, all these spiritual men, and, like, they're all healthy and shit. And, like, I had a Bloody Mary for breakfast. Like, you know? But I have to get out of my own head about that. Like, whatever. 100%. And to me, I mean, I really like people like you because... Um, you know, you can, I mean, you can get shadowy about everything. You can be, you know, like the, the spiritual guy and then you're so like judgy and you're like so rigid, you know, you're in such a box because I truly believe that it's really about owning all our parts. And at some point, sometimes it is healthy to have alcohol or, you know, whatever, like some drinks. If it's like, that is about relaxing. And I think also that we are really here to make all the experiences. So I'm really about this. Um, non, non-duality and really, I think that we come on earth really to experience stuff, you know? I do too. Yeah, so, sure. so I think it's, it's awesome what you're saying and I, I would want to be friends with you. I think you're really fun. <laughs> I'm so much fun. My <laughs> friends all tell me that. They're like, when we just want to have fun, we just call you. And then I'm like, wait, am I just the fun girl? They're like, no, because when we want to go deep and extricate our souls, we also call yeah. you. I'm like, okay, so I have it all. I'm like, all right, all right, thank you. Thank you for the validation. <laughs> my yeah. friends will call me. So my, I have one friend, they're like, we call you over because, like, I have fun with you, but then you go and talk to my boyfriend about all the shadowy shit that I don't want to talk to him about, and you just, like, fill our cups when you come. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> 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 so it is. It's all about the duality. But yeah, and it, and I definitely like like I said, I'm done with chaos. But I'll never not be like kind of a shadowy person. Like I'm not, I'm I'm never gonna be one of those like healing beings who's all like light is all it is. Like I like your darkness. I like the weird thoughts. I like I don't per se like want to partake in your chaos and your toxicity. But I do like the shadowy side of life. Like I write poetry and it's dark. Like I like the darker arts. I like the like not that I want to be in pain and suffering, but I I just I more comfortable doing shadow work because <laughs> I've had to do it for so many years and I'm not afraid of like those darkened trenches of life like I, I feel a thousand times more safe with you than with one of those light yoga guys you know <laughs> because to me someone like that um very often they just suppress and then and then all the the real dark stuff is like hidden and maybe comes out in like super weird ways, right? Or they right. are mean and they don't even acknowledge it. They don't wanna, you know, they don't wanna own it. So I think it's awesome. And have you do you have you ever heard of Carolyn Elliott? No, I like check her out. You would love her. She's like writing her down. Yeah, <laughs> like and she she recently changed her name to Carolyn Lovewell. 
um, so maybe check out both names. And um, I'm part of oh, the. Oh, well, community. that's so cute. I like that. Okay, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so check that out, really, because yeah. And what does she do? So um, she wrote a book called Existential Kink, which is kind okay. of like shadow work, and it's all about how we sort of like get off on on the chaos, you know, mm-hmm. to overcome that stuff. But she's also like really into magic. Um, and really into, um, owning like the bad parts and the good parts and really, you know, combining it and understanding that you are even much bigger, right? Because we're even judges good and bad is very much a human thing. And I just think that she's one of the greatest thinkers right now. So yeah, I'd really recommend. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm definitely going to, that will inspire me because I know like, you know, I write and stuff and, you know, I publish some books of poetry. I don't even really care about at this point, but like, I know I'm supposed to be, like, speaking about all these things on, like, so many different, like, uh, using all my creative avenues, and I'm like, I just, I need more muses, I need to be more inspired, like, so she's gonna help inspire me with, like, that, because that's kind of my MO, I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to figure out, like, where my place in, like, utilizing all my skills with that and knowledge, and, like, I'm trying to learn how to not walk into someone's hotel room at four in the morning every time and, like, fix their relationship and maybe, like, turn it into a business. (laughs) Like, I'm like, yeah, y'all, yeah, you're welcome, but can I get paid next time? Like, <laughs> what am I doing with that? Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting journey, though, for sure. But thank you for telling me I'm more, you're more comfortable with me than the yoga guys, because I'm not comfortable with those, like, with people like that either, and I've always felt kind of bad about it, but I don't know. I think, I think shadows are so important, and I think... You know, and then, of course, like, you get to the point, like I said, you don't want the chaos, you don't want to be in the darkness, you don't want to live in the darkness, but it's, like, shadows will always be there regardless, you know? It's, like, it's not like you can just be light every second of every hour of every day, even when you've done the work. Like, shadows exist. Like, the moon comes up because the night is here every single fucking day. So it's, like, darkness has its merit. Just, like, there's, like... There's, like, creepy, dark, like, evil darkness, and then there's just, like, darkness, which is, like, fine. Yeah. The lights go off. Like, it's normal. It's part of life. It's, <laughs> like, I feel like it needs to be normalized as more part of life, not just some, like, thing, which is, like, you know, and then when you read anything about, like, divine feminine energy, like, like, in goddesses, like, goddesses, like, will literally be so, like, so light and then, like, so also, like, savage, savages in the dark, like, and that's, like, kind of what it is. <laughs> Yeah. duality the duality <laughs> exactly and it, and it really feeds into each other like if you look at any super wise person any spiritual teacher they all have gone through hell because right, this right. is where you learn you know about so many things so the darkness feeds into the light and the other way around um and so yeah to me that's why i'm like really really cautious of those people because, you know, when we also can see all those scandals, you know, with the priests and little children and stuff, this is exactly that topic. Exactly what I was when you, when you suppress something, right? When you judge sexuality as something bad and dark and wrong, um, and then a person gets so, um, everything, they suppress their biology so much, and then they do something so horrific. So for me, it's like owning this and talking about it. And um, having also good fun with it, like don't not being such a rigid person. I think. I know it's all about fun. I can't deal with rigidity. I'm like, you're serious. You take life seriously. I don't just stop talking to me now. Then I guess, <laughs> or talk to me more, so you don't take life so seriously. Because yeah, but suppression is. It's just, and that's exactly what I was thinking about when you said it before. I was like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about priests like literally molesting children. Yeah, but it's like in that. But it is like suppression is so unhealthy, and that's why like. So many organizations and religions are just like, I don't get it. Like, you can't tell people, like, desires are wrong. Like, we are fundamentally here as human beings to feed our desires, indulge in earthly pleasures, and, like, just not be a piece of shit. Like, truly, you can indulge in whatever you want. Just don't make it little kids and, (laughs) you know, like, have good intentions. But it's, like, anything that, like, says suppression of, like your desires it's like it's like you're not even attuned with yourself because like our intuition leads us to our desires and our desires are honed into our path and like what we desire is usually what we're supposed to be going towards on our path to learn something else or you know it's like it's all it's all part of you know it's all one and the same so no suppression never suppress no (laughs) good (laughs) life advice by Layla no suppression let it all out (laughs) 
Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, when you do, you, like, how do you, like, you work with people with all this? Obviously, like, I'm interested in more of what, how you work with people and what you teach them and how you fix relationships. How do you fix it all? <laughs> yeah. So, um, leading off of suppression, I think that's one of the biggest um, things. So if we want to talk a bit more about like the, you know, the modern issues with men and women, because yes, they do. what I see is that like both genders have really been culturally conditioned to suppress a lot of their natural desires. Mm-hmm. So um, when we talk about men, um, I teach a little about the nice guy syndrome, um, which is like this modern phenomenon where men basically get you know, taught from really young age on that their natural masculine traits like um, aggression and assertiveness, confidence, um, are being, they're being shamed for it, like so strongly, you know, mostly from women that have been really hurt by men in the past. And so the little boys basically grow up feeling super ashamed of these urges. Um, and they always get told like, like, uh, uh, don't be so rough. Don't play rough. This is bad. You have to be really nice. Um, uh, you know, uh, listen better and all that stuff. And of course, the, the, the positive aspects of this is that we have really emotional intelligent men, which is awesome, you know, which you didn't used to be in the past so much. But on the downside, um, we have these nice guys now that are total people pleasers that, um, cannot say no, that won't stand up for their girlfriend. And that women are just not attracted to because of all of these things. And also they are very often together with women that are very, very um, uh, masculine and that are right. strong in their masculinity. And then it ends up that the woman feels like she has to do everything. The guy just kind of like um, as either a total child and is just on the couch like playing video games while she runs, you know, the, the household or the, the whole, you know. Household finances and all the others and the emotions. Yeah, because I've been in relationships like that a million times and it's gross. Yes, yes, 100%. Or he kind of like, you know, he goes to work, he does his things, but she is just um sort of like controlling everything, you know, kind of like very hard controlling the kids, controlling him. And he like constantly holds back. And then in these relationships, what happens is that the women are completely depleted. They have usually a really low opinion of men and the sexual chemistry is absolutely off. I mean, yeah, no, it doesn't exist at that point. Like there's no sexual attraction to that guy. That guy. No, like I don't want to sleep with that guy ever that you just described. Not that guy. (laughs) Me neither. Exactly. (laughs) And, um, yeah, exactly. And, and for the men, unfortunately, they tend to have all kinds of addictions, um, you know, maybe even go to prostitutes or something. That's just a lot of issues because it's not natural for him because he's basically um, he's suppressing his warrior self. You know, the part of him that wants to go out and like be the boss, you know, and own his woman and like all these things. Even when talk about right, that's like sexy. So, it is. I'm like, yes. And just because a part of him is afraid that mommy is going to be angry at him. That's basically how this trauma is. Yeah, boys are really traumatized by their mommies, like, truly. Yes, 100%. Yeah, so this is the the one thing that I teach people about. And um, I sort of, like, stepped away from really coaching so much men. Because, um, yeah, I find that it's, especially for a nice customer, it's really good if they go to a super masculine coach, you know. Um, that makes sense, yeah, because yeah. that is the problem. Masculine. 100%. And, they, and it was Feminists not- need to be more feminine and masculine because we have. We've had to unnaturally take on so many ma- masculine roles as women in this lifetime. And, like, yeah, we're I'm done. I don't, don't want to be, I don't want to yeah. be in my masculine energy. <laughs> for me, it's the same, right? And. It's often, I don't know how it was with you, but maybe your dad was good, like absent or he wasn't so strong. He didn't make you feel protected. So all of the above. <laughs> exactly. So you basically say, Oh my gosh, I need to become like the guy that is protected. Yeah. Because I also read uh, recently this thing that back in the days when you used to live in tribes, it was not just that like one guy was um, taking responsibility for us or protecting us. It was like eight guys, you know, like. Right. In the tribe, all the surrounding families, they, like the men would all collectively 
take responsibility and protect the women. I can't even imagine that feeling, how that would be. Sometimes I have it when I'm at home because now I have a super feminine relationship with my dad and my brother and my husband. So when they are all three together, sometimes I'm like, wow, okay, if something would happen, they would all come and protect me. But imagine like eight warrior guys, like whatever happens. Yes. Like, I have a problem. And they're like, boom, boom, boom. What do you do? Yes. Come save me. I just feel so held in that situation. It feels so safe. But yeah, I mean, and that's, but like, that's like the natural, like, I think about that a lot lately. Like, that's how it was. And, and like, honestly, it worked on some level. Like, I'm, you, you go take care of the village women and we take care of, like, we feed you and we nurture you and we love you. Like, I truly don't want to have to, like, work so hard or do any of these earthly things. Like, I don't think it's natural. Put me on a fucking shave lounge and let me be a goddess. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's so unnatural right now. And I think, yeah, yeah, protect it. Like, yeah, men have lost their, like you said, the warrior. And we've picked it up. And we women have had to pick it up so much. And it's like, it's not natural. Like, I'm, like, in when I was in that energy, like, all the time, I'm trying to get back. I'm, I'm just disassociating from it. And I'm like, whatever, I'm going to sit on my pretty ass and just be a goddess right now. And I'm not going to take on these roles. And it, even though I'm alone and I have to kind of, I'm, I'm done. I'm just not going to do it. The universe will take care of me. But um yeah like we when when we're like hyper warrior like i was just exhausted all the time like how am i supposed to be soft and emotional and like take care of everything and like hyper independent and doing all those things it was very confusing there was no alignment within my myself i was all out of whack all the time and i was perpetually just like drained and like why is this happening because it's like unnatural it's just unnatural 100 and that's really what's happening but um the good news is, is that because I used to, like my husband had a lot of traits of the nice guy and I had a lot of uh, traits of this very controlling, um, hyper-masculine woman. Um, and the cool thing is we were really able to turn it around. Um, and I, and you as a woman, you can actually support men because the nice th- thing is that if we are with a guy who actually wants to be a man, and most men want to, you know, most men really don't enjoy this. They're kind of like like us, you know, they have been conditioned into this role. But you can actually support him um, by stepping away from this hyper-masculinity and doing like a few things, like I always talk about respect, like try to like respect the hell out of your guy basically. Um and then you see that he suddenly he kinda like remembers, you know, what it means to be a man and it's like like a huge transformation. And the cool thing was I even taught my mom these skills and she applied it to like the relationship with my dad. They are together for, you know, thirty years. And it's just so crazy right now because I'm kind of like watching their relationship and I think they've never ever been more harmonious i mean it's just like insane yeah like, so cool it's just crazy i was like should you do that and i was like i'll just try it and i was at home and for three weeks we visited and usually i always kind of like cry sometimes because you know it's a triggering environment and i have a i work with a therapist um just on a monthly basis and i was like oh no i think i need a session she didn't have time so i was a bit panicked and then afterwards i said to my husband i didn't cry like the whole time he was like yes and the vibe in my house was so peaceful and there was like i think maybe one of the first times in my life my parents were like a team and i was like oh my gosh i need to that is so healing for you too holy shit if i could see like my fucking family be a team or any sort of healthy (laughs) i i was just like what my childhood dream was fulfilled that's amazing. Oh, my God. Okay, so so you're a champion of the world, and everyone should fucking work with you, because if stubborn-ass parents can learn, and not just us, not just us young, open-minded folks, you know? Like, God. She's Thank got you. it. She Thank got you. it. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, I want to I wanna make a course, a four-week course, and I want, like, every woman on this earth to, like, take it. Because... I want to take it. I'm, I'll yeah. I'm, I'm in it. I'll, I'll be your, your first tester. 
Ja, sie können mal testen. <laughs> you should. I I feel like course. I feel like yeah. I feel like a lot of the people I talk to are like yeah. I do like one on one and stuff. But a lot of the people I talk to are like kind of just working on doing some courses so that it's more accessible to the world. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, and I think also being in community. Like my real dream is actually to have what called like the cherished women club, where it's like you join part of a community. And you have like weekly calls together and it's all women that um, commit to not never talking shit about men, never talking shit about women, um, to really be self-aware and to really support each other. Like, imagine, you know, because I th- w- um, working with women, what I see a lot is that they sort of like start to be like, oh, no, oh, no, I think. I do, like, I, you know, I bring some sort of, like, unhealthy things into relationships, but then you are a lot around women that are so hurt by men and that are constantly just trash-talking men, and it's really difficult then to... Um, yeah, that's toxic. You can't, like, no, I, yeah, I don't like that. I mean, as I've dated some of the most fucking horrific people in my whole life, but I love men. Like, I have nothing bad to say about these creatures. They are wonderful. I wow. love you boys. I love all of them. I'm, 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 I'm way more men friends in my life too than women I'm just like it's easier but I like like what you're saying like because community is so important and um I really like that it's like a not toxic community because because I mean like honestly I get together with women sometimes and I'm like wow you're just like really trashing and I don't even like and these are women that I don't even think that are intentionally like like they're because they're, like, consciously trying to live, like, a high vibrational lifestyle and, like, have healthy relationships themselves. It's just, like, something about sometimes when women get together, it's very fucking gossipy. And it doesn't matter how high vibe you are. And it's, like, and then sometimes I leave those conversations and I'm, like, what the fuck did we just talk about? Like, what the fuck? And then it's, like, this is why most of my friends are men. Because, like, I'll go to a man's and it's, like, we never talk shit about anything. We just go deep into the rabbit hole or we do nothing, you know. And I'm, like, word. I like that, you know. But, so, yeah, I, like. It's the shadow of the feminine, yeah, that's so true, you know, um, it's, it's exactly that. Um, but I think also it's really important for women to have community, you know, because we need it, we need it so deeply and so importantly, um, and it's, yeah, it's really nourishing, you know. Yeah. I know, cause I know I'm always searching for community, and I mean, that's probably, like, that's, like, why I've lived so much of the life I've lived, because I've, like, just, like, put myself into strange little pockets of communities, like, throughout all of existence but i will say 99 percent of them were masculine dominated i've never really like hung out in a community of women before like i even the communities i still like play around in right now they're like i'm around like six seven men like where where are the women it's just like layla and a layla and a horde of fucking men (laughs) it's like here's a harem i have i've collected them all like but it's like where are the women like there's not like we need more communities like with women and i mean i think i mean i've had like a few like yoga retreats and stuff but like you know those don't happen all the time and we need more women communities i think yeah, yeah especially i need more community yeah yeah 100%. i think you would be a great addition i'd to- love to be in the community yeah. <laughs> take me into the community is it already started do you already have this going and no, I want to like start it, but I'll let you know. I'll send you an email and say, hey, Leila, you want to be the founding member? I mean, yes, we need, we need, we need this. Like, I'm laughing, but I'm serious. I would love to be a founding member because I don't like all my women that are like on a similar path feel the same. Like, you know, we're like, where, like, we don't have, like, we have our one, most of my women friends have like our one to two, like, ride or die women, like, best friends for life, like, soul tribe family, but it's like, they don't live close, and, like, we have no, like, you know, and it's, like, one. You know, we all have our one of one. Like, if we all had our one of one together in the, in the pot of all of us and our ones of ones, like, yeah. it'd be good because there is, like, and, I mean, especially just because, like, most of the women I talk to are in a very similar place in their life as me looking for community and just, like, evolving beyond doing a lot of the relationship work we're talking about, like, reclaiming the feminine, like, kind of stepping back. Like, most of the women in my life right now are stepping back from, like, this hyper-fucking hyper-independent, like, crazy role that they felt like they had to play for protection and all that, and it's, like, and, like, especially that when you come back to your softness after these years of having your fucking heart a little bit bricked off because you have to be everything. Like, we need community so bad right now. 
<laughs> oh, but this, this is really nice for me to hear that, you know, in your surroundings, you see that women do that because I think that's right now so, so, so necessary. And, um, yeah, that was really my path. I used to be like so deep in this masculine energy. And as you said, I was so exhausting. And, um, and it's interesting, you know, because I also have my own business and that's definitely kind of like it's a dance. Like you, I feel like, um, I'm sort of like figuring out how to do a business, but still be feminine. Um, and how to, you know, combine it all together and kind of like exist in the world. And I think, I hope that this is really our generation that they can figure it out because, um, you know, I don't want, of course, that we go back to the 1950s, but I think there is a way to harmoniously exist and just know that you will do business different than your partner. That's just how things are. But, um, I also think that, um, you know, it's like this, I love when, when the masculine and the feminine harmonizes together because, it's just different qualities. I mean, there's nothing, nothing bad or nothing good about it. Oh, I mean, we're different. Yeah. It's, and I think it should be different qualities. And I think that's like where society, I mean, well, society as a whole is obviously dominated by like the shadow side and the dark side of all these things. But even beyond that, like when you take on too much of one, you know, like if you're taking on too much masculine energy, you're not really ever, like you're not in a space to allow anyone to like, actually come in with their masculine traits and actually like add value to your life in that way. So, I mean, I, yeah, I do just, I just think, I hope we figure it out too. And I do, I do see like a lot of us. Cause I mean, I, this is part of the reason, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. And I don't, I say that like with a laugh, but like truly because I've had a lot of businesses in my life. And then, you know, I kind of like ran away to Europe for a year to like reset, whatever. And um, I came back and I'm like, I'm ready to start something, but there is like so much, like, I don't, I don't know because I want to do it so differently this time that I'm like I just I don't know exactly where where to go and like it's fine because like I'm just following the flow right now and whatever I'm supposed to do I'll do but I am like usually I jump in like I'm, I'm like oh I had an idea this one second right now I've been like not doing anything for like way more than is physically uncomfortable especially to like my hyper before masculine energy but it's just because I don't want to live like that and I don't want to like hop into another business where I like take on all these roles that I don't understand like don't want to be in like before so oh. it is an interesting like delicate I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing what business did you have before oh you know clothing I had like I've had like three clothing companies I've had an herbal company uh you know I worked with oh. soap creators and a lot of a lot of like creative crafty selling clothes and wow you know sales because this is what i struggle with is like yeah to doing the business and stuff so i'm like really impressed yeah. <laughs> I'm like, i haven't i haven't had one in like four years I love it. but something new is emerging huh? you were in the- yeah, yeah yeah i mean i've had little like here and there actually that's not true i had a vintage company for a while i think i might start that up again but like you know like i don't know i don't girl i don't know Fuck if I know. I wish I had the answers for that one. We'll figure it out. Dropping the inspiration, you know, it's just waiting. Like, oh my god, I keep picking up little bits and pieces, and like old me would have just bit onto every single one and started six things already. And I'm like, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> I think it's amazing. And can you just one question also, which I find interesting? Because you're in the U.S. or you are definitely you're American, right? So yeah, what is going on with that crazy? gender ideology in America. Like, what is happening? I have I have no fucking idea. I've had to tune it out so hard. This country is a total fucking catastrophe, if you ask me, and always has been. This is why I tried to move to Europe for a year. I was going to never come back, but, you know, I don't know. Something called me to New York, and now I'm moving to New York. Like, next week, I was actually supposed to not be here. I was only supposed to be here for a month when I got back, but now I'm like, I don't like New York. But I don't know. I don't understand it. I can't philosophize it. I don't understand. Like, you talk to people... And they are so, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, people are all so, yeah, 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 this is, like, yes, this is it. Or, like, no, 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 this is fucking crazy. But, like, I just feel like there's, there's like, America is just, like, broke. Like, I don't know. It's just broken. Like, I don't know what it is. It's, like, I almost feel like it's part of the agenda of the higher forces because they know that if you are feminine in your feminine energy and masculine in your divine feminine energy, we're going to take over the fucking world. So maybe you just want to crush every stimulation and ideology of gender in general so that we can't fucking win even harder. And I really think that's what it's about because 
you can't stop a divine feminine in her power and you can't stop a divine masculine in his power. But if you fucking swindle it all into one pile and tell me I can be a cat dog or ISO or XV fucking whatever the fuck, ZXR, FTP, XYZ, like, well, then I'm going to fucking succumb to your fucking evil agenda and die with the rest of them. So that that actually is. I figured it out. Look, that was good. <laughs> you are so funny. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, 100%. And um, my spiritual teacher, she did, like, a, a video about transgender, you know, and about the – there is a small part of the population that – it's like a spiritual path, right? That they are born in a body, and actually they are connecting more uh, with the opposite gender. And that's a deeply spiritual path. But it has been so confused – and, you know, there's so much ideology and I think a lot of, you know, money to be made. Like one person once said this to me, if you are a, basically a, a trans kid, will be like a medical patient for life. Forever. I, that hit me so hard. And, um, yeah, and that's, that's really what concerns me. But um, And she changed her opinion and she said, you know, like, don't confuse this spiritual experience of the transgender, which is like a small part of society, which now what's right. happening. Um, and so, yeah, I, I totally understand you. And I agree, too, because I don't think it's all, like, it's, I'm not saying that sometimes you're not born in the wrong body, and I respect that, because I feel like that always has been, but, like, that's always been, right? And then all of a sudden, like, it just became so trendy and so acceptable. And not just, like, not that it shouldn't be acceptable, but it became such, like, a trending thing that I think that every young person who is just confused in general now is, like, maybe I'm not, you know what I mean? It's using it. Like, cause like, what's with like these 800 pronouns be like, whatever the, but now there's like 800. So I feel like it's just like meant to confuse like people at the age who they don't like, do you know how hard it is to be a fucking like teenager or anything anyway? Like this life is so fucking confusing. People are spitting you such ferocious fucking control from all angles. Like you don't know who you are. You don't know who you want to be. If you had told me when I was seven, I could have been a cat and got cat surgery. Like I would have been a cat. You know what I mean? It's like, that's a dramatic phrase of it, but it's just like, I do feel like, yeah, but sometimes it's spiritual and like you really are born in the wrong body. But then I also don't think like we should just be like, yeah, everyone go around and be confused because we're all fucking confused. Like every single one of us is confused on this planet. And like, we don't need to like make people more fucking confused and like let add more categories of things that you can be because yeah. you don't you don't want to be in your own skin. like I don't want, I didn't want to be in my own skin until I wanted to be in my own skin it took me almost fucking 30 years to want to be in my own skin period like as a person or whatever multi-dimensional entity so it's like 100% and I I don't trust any society that would if I would um have a trans kid I would be like really go into super deep exploratory um session say like um how are you feeling like what's going on to really understand to the to the deepest part like what's going on with them and then if we go on this this deep journey and I have some really you know amazing like therapists and just kind of like people that really um want the best for the kid and really wanna it's this understanding piece I feel like that's always missing. And then if you right. really find that person with transgender I'm like all for it. Right. But, but yeah me, you're right. This, this, this society is so messed up. Um, and then that, uh, you, you think after having like one conversation that that, that's the truth. It's just so ridiculous to me. No, that's, I agree. It should take like a lot of psychological. Cause that's a huge fucking deal. Like you said, it's like the rest of your life. You're on hormones. You're on things. You have surgeries. Like you are literally altering the physical, like components of your and, body forever. And did you know that they will never be able to feel pleasure like it's not possible like you cannot have like an orgasm when you had bottom surgery and that to me was like what what like, why would you want to live it, yeah but do you see what i mean that's for me it's and, and, and imagine also at five years old you don't know what an orgasm is maybe some kids but like most yeah people, like when you're five you don't know that you're not going to ever grow up and yeah. like have sexual pleasure like that's something we should be informed about like that 100 and for me i mean if we're gonna go really deep in the conspiracy to me because i know how also what you were saying that the right masculine feminine is so powerful and sexual energy is like the most life force right so if you cut it off that's why I think also there's all this nice guy and controlling women because they're very cut off from their sexuality. You create weak people. You create people that can't do nothing, that are dependent on you. So, 
And it's yeah. also like the agenda of population control because they're not because you can't just like slaughter people. Like you can't like go you can't go slaughter people anymore. Like I mean, you know, we have like mass shootings and stuff, but you cannot just go like genocide. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're doing it in well, like Palestine, whatever they're doing, but like in America per se, you can't just go genociding people because like America won't stand for that. Like we're not, I mean, in the Middle East and you know Palestine and fucking Iran, they can do that because like they never got over that. You cannot genocide people in America; it will not happen. So I feel like one of their ways to population control is just deplete your sexual urges and make people kind of like desexualized and I, you know, and like sterile. Like, right? Because desexualized people, they will be big consumers. They will spend a lot of money um, because they will eat a lot of food, right? Because right, they're going to eat a lot of food. They're going to spend oh. a lot of money. And guess what? They're not going to make babies either. And and all that misplaced sexual energy that they may not even know, like, why they feel this so empty inside. <laughs> Maybe because, like, your, like, sex is life force and your life force is fucking dead. And then, yeah, so that's I think that's exactly why america is because you you don't see this in other countries it's only ours it's like got all this going on right now so it's like i think it's just our way yeah to desexualize and like sterilize the population yeah and it's really sweeping over like especially also in germany we have a big culture of um actually my dad he's like a teacher and you know he's like a pretty conservative guy and he had like i think a trans man into in his class and then he talked to me about it and he, he became so like it was nice you know he was really wanting to inform himself he wanted to really because they had like some conflicts and he was like oh no I don't understand that so he went on the journey but then I also had to tell him my dad you know like think also about this other subject you know and stuff so I was like oh it's really also yeah it's coming to Germany and um, okay that's surprising I don't know like I don't know I feel like it's so here but that's interesting because like Germany's the last place I would feel like really has a bunch of trans people right <laughs> I mean I, I lived in France and like Italy for like a year and a half I didn't see any of that but you know oh, I also yeah it's it's, oh, it's just seeping slowly and the, the Germans they are always you know since the second world war they have so much guilt so whenever there's any topics around which are kind of like about like human rights or something or social topics they are like suckers like you know, they never want to appear that they are, like, anti... You know, yeah, no, you can't be anti-anything anymore. No, no, no. no, no, no. fucking destroyed no. that for you. <laughs> you have to be, like, hi- Germans have to be, like, hyper, yeah, we're all for everything. We are not exactly. fucking assholes. And if I disagree with you, then I'm a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. That sucks for, like... All German people, truly, like, Hitler really fucked it up for you guys. Exactly. (laughs) I was born on his birthday, so, you know, that's fucked in its own right. (laughs) I have to to temper my fucking dictatorship in sometimes, truly. I swear, like, sometimes when I'm on, like, an ego trip, I'm like, bitch, you could be a world-dominator dictator. Can you please reel that ego in? It's a little scary. I'm like... (laughs) I would want to live in such a, you know, maybe, I don't know, it would be fun, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I I have to live in such a fine balance of humility and, like, and ego, because, like, I need my ego a little bit, we all do, but, like, mine is a scary fucking monster, but then, like, if I'm too humble, like, without any of it, like, I'm just, like, a scared little kitten, so, like, you know. I live my life in a delicate balance. Like, Maybe Catwoman, you know? Like, I am a Catwoman! <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I'm always in my cat ears and whatever. I always got my cat nails. Like, you know, for Halloween, I went to a couple shows and I was a cat. And they were like, that's correct, but you're a cat every day. And I was like, yeah, that's also correct. So I was just <laughs> like, I put ears on and, like, just expressed who I am. <laughs> it definitely I think cat is your script on the whole, like, I can see it. Yeah, I know. I feel like sometimes I look in my face and I'm like, you even have the face of the cat. Like every once in a while, I'm like, your face looks like a cat. You freak. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) That's good. (laughs) Well, well, we've been at this for about an hour. You want to add anything or (laughs) any other rabbit holes we should go down? No, I, I I never thought we would go down this road, but I really love it. Like um, I do. Yeah, and for me, it's like, for a while, I was, like, thinking, actually, recently, I made this, I thought to myself, I want to 
own more all my spiritual beliefs because I'm a deeply like spiritual person. I have a really, you know, like a, a worldview um, that is definitely like we are like souls of the, we are part of the bigger consciousness and we are here to right. expand. And that's my belief since many years. And I'm not being too much open about it on the internet. So thank you for giving me this opportunity to talk about it. We all have stuff. to be open about it, but you're welcome. Cause I think it's really important. Cause me too. Like, been very, like, very, I mean, I would like to say set in my beliefs, but they're not because I literally am at such a rapid rate of evolution within my own thought process that I don't know how I'm going to feel like tomorrow. But as a whole, like, yeah, we're all one. We've all been here before and we're all connected. That's like the fundamentals of it. But I agree, like, a lot of us haven't been talking. So I feel like that's part of the reason I got this podcast so we can all just kind of share that and blast it out to the world because I haven't been doing my part speaking about it but you're doing a lot of other work so like that's good but we do we need we need to be we need to be open about it i think yeah I think it's important i think it's important 100 and just maybe lastly you know the thing is that i think a part of also this really unhealthy modern society is this hyper materialism you know when you're like ah, what do you think oh my gosh you believe in something oh my god you're so ridiculous but when you go deep <laughs> deep deep it's an insecurity about life like nothing else. Like, I think actually that person who's like the mega Christian, they at least, you know, they are, they are having trust, they're having faith. And when right. it comes down to it, like they have, they believe that um, there is something bigger. They often have good values, you know, maybe they're still, I would say, a little bit unconscious, right? Or right. rigid. Um, but the person that is super much realism, I really, I don't trust them. And I, I don't think they're loyal. And I think deep down that they are really, really scared. And I don't think if they would show up for me or for the world, right? So I think um, it's actually a real sign of, of strength. And um, that is also one of the reasons why I really want to own this. And of course, there will be some people who are like, oh my gosh, you're so stupid. How could you ever think that? Like, yeah. But people, there will always be someone who feels like that. But I agree, like, a faithless person is the scariest person in the world. And I'm not, like, here, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, religious in any way i'm just really spiritual but i do and i don't like think you know i mean there is like the hyper christians but i do like really there is a level of respect of like having that much assurity that much faith and like that much confidence in something beyond yourself because yeah it's like a way more trustworthy people and i've recently met some very religious people on the street of like new york recently and they were they were like you know they did tell me like i was gonna go to hell if i didn't accept jesus and that's when i was like can we explain this? And that lost me a little bit. But at the end of the day, they were also like the nicest fucking people. And they like bought me dinner and breakfast. And they were like, if you need anything, do you need gas money? They were just like the nicest fucking people who just wanted to like give you everything and like nurture you and like take care of you because like they take care of themselves. So it's like, so there is that. And like, yeah, a materialistic person is fucking scary. Yes. You don't trust that person. Cause if you don't have morals and you don't believe in something, like you have no values, you are reckless. Like, and I think also you have not gone really on this path because I see it like there's one woman, I don't know if you know her, Kelly Brogan. I really love her. She's an amazing thinker. And she now also, because she was like a materialist or for, yeah. or, or I guess a, what is it when you don't believe in God, like that thing. And, yeah. for many, many years, and now she's on this deep journey and she starts to find some kind of like spirituality. So I think if you just go deeper and deeper and deeper, if you don't arrive at this point, I think you haven't gone deep enough. So I think you're actually not mature. That's that's like my. I agree. I yeah. agree. It's like you're t like I don't know a lot of like yeah the insecurities and the escapism because like going deep like we talked about it ain't always pretty. Like it's not beautiful every day. Like I've had to look <laughs> at some of the ugliest fucking pieces of myself and like own them. And I did not want to, and I still don't want to. Like I like there's little pieces that come up every once in a while still, and I'm like, ooh. That's not beautiful, but it's like, you know, that's how you, that's how you grow. That's how you be a better person. And that's how we fucking fix the world. So stop not doing that, people. <laughs> I feeling. It's hard. <laughs> it's, fun. it's so nice when it's like, and the shadow work is because like I was abused and it's like, bitch, you abuse yourself. You know, like it's ugly, you know, it's not beautiful, but like, how else do we fix the world and how else do we help people and how else do we ever shift this reality into a higher consciousness? There's, there's, no other way. No. <laughs> yeah. So if we want to work with you, we can just find you, right? How do we work with you? Tell the audience. Yeah. How do we hire you for a relationship coach? 
Um, so you just go to veronicaminersamaya.com. Um, that's the best place to find me. From there, you can find my YouTube channel. I also have a TikTok and a really started an Instagram. So follow me. You're going to be my follower number 60. <laughs> yeah. No, her Instagram is fucking great. I like literally every time I see it pop up, I'm like, yes, girl. Keep, keep, <laughs> go, keep going. I'm like, go off, go off. It's so good. I'm like, this is everything I think in my mind right now. It's great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then um, just, um, yeah, you can learn more about my stuff um, and there's all my coaching offers and everything I do so yeah oh man it was awesome chatting with you I had a really yeah, good time it was great to talk to you too I enjoyed it I can't wait to see like your workshop and build like Peggy if you really want a, a, a leader a co-leader of the women's community I'm so down to talk more about you with that and like set something up and cool. build the women yeah. community uh, let's do it we need it why not ladies that will come on board? I got a couple. Nice. Let's definitely thank you talk a bit because I'm really, yeah, I'm really super serious about this. But just lastly to everybody, I want to say I also have a free ebook that you can download, which is called The Secret Guide to Satisfying Relationships, where I explain in detail about the feminine and the masculine energy and also the most important relationship needs of men and women. So check that out. I'm sure they like them yes. some. Okay. <laughs> so much for coming on and thank you all for listening to the Layla Show. Bisous, Joe. The Layla Show.